touchdown. Holy cow. They may sound nuts. So did the Wright brothers. Now, here's Flieger and Briggs. Welcome to It's Just Sports. We are Flieger and Briggs and... Yeah, I mean, his question was a little ambiguous. I wasn't sure that he had to do it right now, but if you have to do it right now, I would keep Dalvin Cook for the playoffs. I've never heard of a future trade. That would be interesting. Well, like like in our league, you know, like in keeper leagues, I've heard of that, but in our like in our league, our trade deadline has come and gone. So any trades that would be had are. Not to be had till next year, so and they would be moot since ours is not a keeper league. Exactly, it's pretty weird to be trading for exactly. next year in a non-keeper league. Hey, the Steelers just scored Wednesday night afternoon football. That was uh, Juju, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Are you going to win in the Caveman League? This oh yes, year? you're on a bit of a heater. You might backdoor your way into the playoffs and knock me out in the first round. It's going to be very tough to backdoor into the playoffs just because of so many games I had low points scored. I need some. I need some help. Let's put it that way. Thank you to Will Fuller for failing a PED test. On top of me being unable to get Christian McCaffrey onto the field, I'm going to get in the playoffs and then just get bungholed in the first round. I can't wait. I'm going to try and doggy door my way in. Doggy door. Yeah. You see that little round? If you're a fan of the show, you see a little roundabout reference there that Alejandro come up with. At the end of the day, it's all about porn here on the (laughs) sports. It probably ought to be. It's just porn, but. It it could be. It doesn't look as good in the iTunes feed. No. It's just sports. It's just porn sports. It's just soft people or pearl clutching. It's just soft porn. I mean, we could have all kinds of variations. I see what you did there. Skinamax. Yeah, softcore porn. Yeah, there you go. Can we call the show softcore porn with Bleeger and Briggs? Sure, why not? I can think of a lot of reasons why not, really. But give me three. Um, like you said, number one, not very good on iTunes. Yeah, a lot of pearl clutching. Yeah, I give you that one. Yeah, again, is that some kind of reference? Yeah. Okay. Oh my check. goodness. Oh. Number two. Oh, not what I was going. Not, not that kind of. No. <laughs> number yeah. number two. Um, soft porn with Flieger and Briggs. It kind of excludes the pervert of the group, Alejandro. So that's two. What he uh, has to be, and what he gets name recognition. Well, I mean, so I mean, this idiot. Let's not forget. For those of you looking for last week's show, it doesn't exist because he failed to. Record you know, it. and the thing was that was our Thanksgiving extravaganza, it was, and it it, we had lots of great content, lots of. Turkey gobbling, lots of um, jocularity and arguments, and we had a lot of good arguments last week. I one hundred percent dropped the butterball. That's I, on me. Boo! I just <laughs> thought of something. Yeah, I wonder. Twelve ounce goes live and then into YouTube, right? Right. I wonder if I can go back and pull the audio from there, because the live feed went out. I just don't think the. Well, I know the recorded feed, the backup feed didn't go. I just, a week later. Are we sure we're getting it this week with him I, sitting out? Just, I tested it, but I haven't okay, been Okay, I mean, just because he put on a tie stuff. this week doesn't necessarily mean yeah, it improved. Boob is in here wearing a tie and wrinkled khakis. Is, is this to make up for last week? Now you look more professional? I figure if I keep upping my game eventually, I'll be a producer. You just look like Billy Gibbons at Dressed Up. I mean... I don't know what to tell you. Is, is that a bad thing? When it comes to producing, yes. I don't know. Billy Do you play Gibbon. guitar? In my spare time, no. Do you play guitar at all, like no. Billy Gibbons? <laughs> Not like Billy Gibbons. Okay. <laughs> I tried to learn to play the guitar once. It didn't go well. Yeah. I was I, probably, I don't know, 13-ish. My grandfather bought me a guitar. My grandpa, like a lot of people's grandpas, was really into the infomercials. Right. And they were selling this gimmick that you you put on the what the hell do you call the neck of a guitar? This might tell the you neck why. of a guitar. Is that what it is? The, <laughs> neck? the neck. Yeah, is that the prop. With so the you frets. put it on there where you do the chords. Yeah, the frets. I think was right. the word I was thinking about. And it was just like three or four buttons, and it was just one, two, three, and it right. was all the different chords. And then it had the book, and it might have had a VHS video with it. You could learn to. Oh dear. Oh, all right, we're good. I'm Wait, sorry, I'm distracted was, watching the Steelers. Was that the Esteban one? I, I can't remember what it was. It was just had three It or could four have been buttons. Esteban, yeah. You remember The guy with the sunglasses and the, and the hat. Oh, I don't know Okay, He was like the man in black, but not Johnny Cash. No, he was like a cross between Johnny Cash and Slim Whitman. 
you know, with Whitman? the mixing like a slight perv. Yeah, exactly. With a I Leon do, Redbone look. I do like a slight perv. <laughs> I, I don't have any issue with that. So anyhow, it was supposed to be simple, right? You didn't have to learn the music or the chords. You just had to learn to push the button. And I right. was too dumb to even do that. I gave up on it after a month or two. And yeah. It, my, so my budding uh, music career never came to fruition. Yeah, my uh, budding music career came to an end when um, my parents said, here, we bought this trombone for your brother. You can play it. A trombone. Yeah. yeah it doesn't have <laughs> the same cachet as <laughs> no, a guitar. Not at all. You, you don't want to be a – I can't picture Rick Briggs, the band geek. Not that type of band, no. Yeah. Rock band, I could. I could see you playing keyboard. That was another issue, another story for another it's day. It's just sports here with Bleeder <laughs> yeah. Briggs. Go ahead. Just had to reset. Actually, it's not. It's just sports. It's just anything. What, what the hell we want to talk about There's here actually sports, sports, sports going on. We're, we're on 12-out sports. Yeah. Watching the Steeler game struggle against the Ravens minus 23 players with the corona. What is it, 19? So they're covering now. I figured Ravens plus 10.5 was the right. easiest money you'd ever get. <laughs> you'd think so. However, now that our Thanksgiving extravaganza was ruined, I might be able to salvage. But now it was we're heading headlong idiot. into our Christmas extravaganza in a couple of weeks. Yeah, what are we going to do that? Are we going to do it the twenty third? Is that the Wednesday before yeah. Christmas? Oh boy, that's a tough one. Or do we do it the week before and take a week off? I'm going to be out of town the week after Christmas, so we're going to be off. So that we'll take week. two weeks. Can we take off? a two week Christmas vacation, like usually, rich people. You usually did it the week before Christmas. Um, we'll have to decide that. Are you seriously hitting brakes on that one? I mean, I, I, I'm with you on this one, Alejandro. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's the show before Christmas. Well, yeah, but when before Christmas? This is before Christmas. We could stop right now and call it the Christmas show, but it's not. What, what are you talking about? You said before Christmas. It's a simple question. I'm, number one, making you aware that I will not be available the week exactly. after Exactly, which wouldn't or, be the Christmas. That would be the New Year's show anyway. I understand anyway. that. Are we doing it the Wednesday before or we the week before We don't know that? yet. That's what we're discussing. We're not discussing anything. You two are just saying stupid things when I'm asking for a simple answer. Well, we don't know yet. We haven't discussed it. Well, he doesn't get a vote. Oh. Well, I we haven't care. discussed it, really. Yeah, I don't care, so you tell me. I don't really care either. We'll probably do it. We did it Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so why not the Wednesday before Christmas, right? Well, I don't know. Is that well, like a busy see, day? Okay, here we go. You want a simple <laughs> answer. I'm giving you an answer, so and you're I go, saying, well, gee, I, I don't know. I, I, so you're saying the 23rd? Yeah, why right. not? Then it's the 23rd. I agree. Are you allowed to go out and get drunk on I the concur. 23rd? I concur. I don't know if I'm good. Because that's a drunk show. I never get drunk. Because you have all like this family stuff and I never get drunk you do. What during you the Christmas about? show. Yeah. Even I get drunk <laughs> on the Christmas show. Factually accurate. You're just drunk on the holiday spirit. I am in the song. I've got the song ready. You, Your you, favorite Christmas You know, that spirit. is trending. That was one thing I wanted to bring up on tonight's It's Just Sports Show. Yeah, we should talk about sports. Is soon. your Mariah Carey Christmas song is trending number one as a holiday songs right now. Because it's the greatest holiday song ever written, and you two rubes and boobs give me a hard time about it. I'm not giving you a hard time. It's just not my favorite. I'll give it top five. No, no. I like the number fact that one. she's still looking down on you. Yeah, she's right there. Where is she? Right there. Yeah, yeah. But see, I've got Fred and Snooty, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but that's not very Christmassy. I, I don't know. It's hard to beat Fred Sanford when it comes to Christmas cheer. Was there a Christmas? Uh, there had to be a Sanford and Son or several Christmas. Oh, I would specials. think so. We 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 need to research yeah, that. I'll really? pull some audio for that. If, if, if they had to do them, right? Oh yeah. I mean, they had all in the family Christmas shows. They had yeah. to have Sanford and Son Christmas I would shows. Think so. They even had all our. Um, Get to work. On uh, got married with children Christmas show. Well, so, every yeah. show did, so yeah. that's what I'm assuming. But none jumps out at me. I can remember a couple uh, All in the Family ones. Yeah. I remember, I remember Married any. with Children when Sam Kinison was the um, – was the angel kind of like it's a wonderful life sort of thing, you know? And that seems fitting. Yeah, it, that was good. 1975, Sanford and Son, Ebenezer Sanford. There you go. <laughs> nice, now, <perfect. laughs> you can't beat it. No, we'll take it. All, All right. right, let's talk some sports right here on the 12-Ounce Sports Network. What do you think of the Broncos playing with no quarterback? 
the, uh, the league making the Broncos. Yeah, meanwhile, we're sitting here watching a game on Wednesday night where Baltimore gets to get postponed 50 times See, I don't, almost a week later to play their game. I haven't – I I disagree – well, I, I don't even know what you were saying, but I haven't un- really understood the hand-wringing about them. It was because every day the Ravens were getting new positive tests. You couldn't have them travel. You couldn't have them play the game. You didn't know who had it. I could see making them forfeit, but if the intention was to play the game, they had to keep postponing it. I tend to agree with that. I'm just in, in a kind of a – I mean, how do you ha- keep – Okay, now when do they play again? Sunday? Or, or do they get well, postponed now, again? Who, the Ravens? Yes. They don't play till Tuesday now. Okay, so they actually get an extra so day. So they actually the get an extra day over Pittsburgh, who did nothing wrong again. That was my initial reaction, but in the end, the league would never admit this, but I think the league handled this right because they got pushed to Monday, but they're just playing Washington. That stinks. So then Monday's kind of a normal week. They're just week. playing Baltimore without 25 people right. tonight. You can't hardly Monday's win. Then, Monday's then a normal week off, right? They play plenty of Monday games. So then into Sunday, I'd rather have that extra week after the Washington game going into what's after that Buffalo yeah. than getting the extra time here playing a Tuesday and then having the short turnaround to a Sunday with Buffalo. So I think they actually did the Steelers as well as they could on that one. Look, I, I'm not bashing the NFL for the way they've handled this whole thing. I mean, they've kept the year going yeah, and, and that's everything. That's ultimately what it's about. Yeah, and I mean, they've done well, but – it just seems to me, and I, and I get your point, where they kept having additional cases w- with Baltimore, whereas Denver, just everybody and her brother wasn't allowed to play. Yeah. But, you know, and San Francisco was kind of in that same boat a few weeks ago. You know, when they didn't have anybody to play, and they got pounded by somebody. I didn't forget who it was now. But, you know, they've since kind of recovered there. But Baltimore um, – you know they're going six and five this you know, after this week. They're, right. I dare say they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't care. I mean, that's. I not mean, the, the league's point. doing everything they can to avoid this week eighteen. I'm kind of of the mind it's probably not going to happen. As just what you see, what's going around around the country. I think right. what's happened to Baltimore here is going to keep happening. You can't play every game on Wednesday. Right. I, I don't think. Maybe they can. Maybe it'll just be a Wednesday. League. Wednesday night football That'd instead of Monday. Night. <laughs> yeah. No Sundays. No Mondays. No Thursdays. Just, just Wednesday. Have Wednesday for the week before. All day went. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, that'd be great. Get some vacation time build up. I'll just take off every Wednesday. And Speaking watch the of Red which, Center. vacation time. Uh, you know, the the listeners didn't really know. You know, I I was off two weeks from work in quarantine because you had the Rona. Well, I never had the Rona. I, still I was think so you did. technically exposed, exposed to the Rona. To the Rona. Yeah. So did you get paid for those? Two well, of weeks? course. So you just. Two weeks and, of course, if my daughter would have timed it right, I would have had this week off during hunting season yeah. where we have plenty of snow in the but ground now. now. Back this week. Yeah, I had to go back this week. So That's no good. Well, maybe you'll get to Rona again. I'm rooting for you. Do you get paid again? No, I don't think so. Uh, Not with the, It has something to do with the CARES Act or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. I think if you get diagnosed, you will. Oh, so you have to have it. Which we can arrange that. Yeah, we could probably make that happen. I don't know. I don't know if you could or not. Oh, we'll find a way. I, I'm pretty. I can get you the Rona. <laughs> you can't get the show. I'm not on the talking air, about that that skunky Rona. beer that you call beer. But six forty five. I'll have you the Rona. No, I don't think oh, so. By six forty five. That's a quick turn. You're looking at the guy with the immune system of the Hulk, pal. In his prime. In my prime, baby. If this is what the prime looks like, Lord, take me now. <laughs> oh, please do. Please. Hey, what's up with Carson Wentz? He stinks. Do you, is, does he stink, or does he need a scenery change? No. He number one, he does need a bit of a team around him. I'll give him that. Right. But he makes such poor decisions that, and his throws are horribly inaccurate. The last, and maybe you know, maybe it is a little gun shy. Maybe a little change of scenery behind a decent line, and you're not getting killed. And Every time you drop because he has no weapons. Yeah, well, you know, Miles Sanders, an underused running back. I mean, what's up with Doug Peterson? You have a running back that is dynamic. He's fast. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, and yet they're loath to use this guy. 
I've come to a conclusion, a bit of an odd conclusion, but I think it's the truth. The Eagles stink? Well, okay. when they won the Super Bowl, was that three years ago now? What year was that? I think 17? Was, 16 I think. season into 17? Something I think. like that, yeah. Somebody in maybe Jeffrey Lurie, who somebody in the Eagles organization, in fact, sold their soul to Satan to win that Super Bowl. Okay. So bear with me now. All right. Carson Wentz at the beginning this of that This is kind of like when the thunder hit you and we had the Ten Commandments of right. Fantasy yeah. Football. Uh, these gotcha. things happen. Right. So now I'm, I'm plugged into the afterlife, mm-hmm. right? You know, in the year of Rona, it's more evident out there. It's the whole ghost show thing. You won't follow. So it was kind of a surprise. We expected I told them- you that ghost story. It was probably yeah. the most believable one yeah. you've ever heard. That one was butt scurry. And if you, <laughs> somehow you still don't believe. See, that's... That's nonsense. It's right there in front of your face. Anyway, Anyhow. Back to your conclusion. This, this is so interesting. So we expected him to be good that year, but I don't think many people expected him to be a Super Bowl contender. Carson Wentz comes in kind of a, I don't want to say unknown, but unproven commodity. Playing for all the world, like the greatest, best quarterback in the league at that point, he goes down and gets hurt. So, oh, now it's over, right? Nick Foles comes in. And right. never forget, Nick Foles is not good at football. We've finally even got you on board with that. He, and Nick Foles is still the only Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl winning quarterback. Right. Right. He comes in, plays better than Carson Wentz. Ever and, hoped to do. And they yeah. win the Super Bowl. Right. And thereafter, everybody has been hurt at all times. Yeah. Everybody. Carson Wentz has been bad. He's had no offensive line, no receivers whatsoever. Last year it was Greg Ward. This year it was something called a Travis Fulgham. I I mean, ever since then, anything awful that could happen to an NFL franchise has happened to them. So the only logical thing is they sold their soul to Satan, got the one Super Bowl, and they're going to be awful for the rest of time. It it very well could be. So I think if Carson Wentz gets out of there this year, which the problem is the cap hit is, what, $50 million, so I don't think it's going to happen. But if he gets out of there, I think he could be a really good NFL quarterback. Maybe not great, but a really good NFL quarterback, but it's not going to be in Philadelphia. And explain to your point with Peterson, what's the Jalen Hurts thing, right? They, yeah. they give him first-team reps. They bring him in for random plays here and there. Give him a shot. Right. Maybe, or don't. Or, or leave him out. Because he offers nothing that Carson Wentz doesn't, right? He's not a Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson mobile type. He's just a, a right. quarterback. He's more mobile than Carson Wentz probably, but he doesn't offer anything different, so the going back and forth makes no sense. And and to your point, I mean, in Wentz's pseudo defense and Peterson's pseudo defense, and so forth, their offensive line. I forget that last game they they had on television has has had something of the nature of like twenty eight different starters oh, over yeah. the course. I mean, they have been decimated. But let's face it, Jason Peters isn't what he used to be well and, and he's all banged up i mean you talk about a guy <laughs> right. gutting it out he's about 80 years old he's got nine injuries and he's still just rolling out there every week <laughs> exactly and the rest of the offensive line is the same way except for the center position is like the only one that has been consistent but unfortunately you need more than a center to keep everybody off your quarterback who is making horrible throws and horrible decisions because he's gun shy because he's getting tired of getting murdered on every right. play so so is he any good? I'm, I guess my jury's still out on him. I have my dad's. We called him two or three years ago that we didn't believe that this right. was like the franchise no. guy. Am I in your way while you're supposed to be producing a show or what? I was watching Trace McSorley's face as he's watching TJ Watt barreling down on him. It's hilarious. Isn't he supposed to be in, like, a booth somewhere? Yeah, we could get him a booth. You, you can turn the, the backup <laughs> feed to you so you don't have to look past Nope, Briggs. I'm good. <laughs> so, I have a question for you. False. Seven. What do you think? C. Should we, should we go away from pro football and come back to it? I don't care. Okay. You, you, what do you show. think of Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet having to apologize for his comment that he made about Michigan the other day. What was it? I saw the apology. I saw everyone's take on the comment. I didn't hear the exact comment. He what was he talking about um, 
Michigan, you know, the season that they're having, obviously. Right. They just lost to Penn State if you're living under a rock. And let's not forget that was Penn State's first win. <laughs> exactly. Who has lost to Nebraska, you know, previously. Anyway, um, Herb Street said, I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. He's talking about they can claim coronavirus. Well, and they're not playing this week now. I don't know if it... Well, everybody... A self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, they canceled this week's game with Maryland because of a breakout in, or a breakout in Herb Street's opinion doing the air quote thing in Michigan. Yeah, and, and I mean, anyway... Twitter blew up. Everybody blows up saying he needs to apologize. He was insensitive. He was not fair to Michigan by speaking for them. Like, like what kind of boob doesn't realize that he's talking tongue-in-cheek because it's just a horrible Michigan team with a horrible season? Yeah. But, of course, Kirk, you know, protecting his job and well, his position sure. at – Politico Sports oh, yeah. Network. When, when you work for MSESPN, you've yeah, got right. to be real careful to stay woke. Or you're so, in of trouble. course, Kirk repeats his apology saying he misspoke and his comments were completely uncalled for. I take a lot of pride in being fair and I was not fair tonight and I apologize. I think that is pathetic. And. I, I defend Kirk Herbstreet's oh, comments <laughs> about Michigan because it was made in fun and it was made in jest because they're horrible this year. But I don't defend him bucking to this pressure from everybody's feelings being hurt well, you, because he's so unfair, so unfeeling. I Get real. Get a life and get out of here. Yeah, Look, having to apologize is nonsense. The fact that he did, he really has no choice. Looking at the, uh-oh, Bud Dupree's limping down the sideline. That's no bueno. No bueno at all. Keep him out of the game. 19-7, you got it. Anyhow, what were we talking Cloud about? Cloud defense. Herb Street. Yeah. yeah. So, look, I know why he had to. That's what that network is. You know the bigger issue to me in that thing? Now it seems like it's coming to fruition. They've already canceled their game with Maryland this weekend. Could well lead to that Ohio State game. If I'm the Big Ten, I am doing everything I can. And I know they said they won't, but now they need to go back on it. If they had any leadership at all to have a backup lined up to play Ohio State next week, or they're not going to get in the playoffs. The NCAA they are, is a joke. Rick. They are they, one of the four best teams in the country. Sure I don't care. What it, so you had better get them that sixth game. You had better do it. Or just forgo it. It's 2020. You don't need six games. You're still ranked number four. Well, you, if you are the Big Ten, you don't want to count on the NCAA to make that decision, though. Well, no, but see, that's the whole. That is the whole point of of the matter. These schools and these conferences are dictating everything that's going on. If you're the NCAA, these conferences, especially the Power Five conferences, you're either playing or you're not. You know, not this nonsense where the SEC's playing, but the Big Ten says no. The Pac-10 says no. You know, the Big 12 says, yeah, we'll play. No, you are either all playing or you're not. Well, they are now. But they weren't. That's my point. Okay. That should have started. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the NCAA is just a lame duck. There, there's yeah. no leadership there. There's nothing there. Well, in so, May I mean, to look at them for any type of decision is ludicrous because they won't make it. And that's my... You're doing that thing again where we're agreeing, but you're screaming at me. It took me a while to catch on to this one. I thought yep. we were having a disagreement. Nope. But he just confirmed everything I said, only He's... angrily. <laughs> well, you need to be angry about it. It's, it's I think he's grotesque. yelling at you yes. about himself. Yeah. Oh, I'm yelling about you being pale and calm. So You know, before the show, I... I... <laughs> No, hold on. <laughs> I brought up the fact that you were looking a little peaked, didn't I not? Do I still look peaked? Well, obviously, you're, you're just confirming it now by by no emotion whatsoever. Well, no, 
<laughs> How could I have emotion when we agree with each because other? Because you hate me. So, I mean, you obviously should be mad at me. About what? Anything. For with me? <laughs> Any, why not? The sky is blue. So, Atlanta. So what I said, let, let's let's reverse this a little bit. So what I said was, if you're the Big Ten, right. you made this stupid six-game rule. Right. You need to make sure they have somebody well, did there. did the Big be- Ten make it? Now he's arguing with me. No, no, I'm asking a question. You said if I'm he's the Big angrily- Ten, you made the, you made the six-game rule. Did the Big Ten make that rule? Or is this the NCAA rule? That's what I'm asking. No, it's the NCAA rule. You okay, have to have you said six Big games. Ten. I got you. Okay. All right. So now you're in danger of Ohio State not having that six right. game. The Big Ten's rule was we're not rescheduling. We're not. You're right. not allowed to go find yourself another game. Here's the conference schedule. You either play it or you don't. What I'm. What I said was the Big Ten needs to make sure. Throw that rule out. That is garbage. Right. You need to make sure Ohio State plays that sixth game because you can't trust the NCAA to look at it and say, well, yeah, they only got five games in, but it's clear Ohio State is one of the four best teams they need to be in the playoff. You then said the same thing with different words very loudly while pointing at me for ten minutes. But the point is, like you said, the NCAA, Double down. <laughs> yeah. again. Here we go again. <laughs> exactly. The NCAA, Okay. It is so ludicrous to me. I, I guess I'm just baffled at how at this this whole NCAA sports world has devolved into I don't know just factions of of you know a power struggle. You know, like the Big Ten makes these rules. But then Michigan can decide whether or not they're going to play a game who is a part of the Big Ten who is making this rule in contrast to the NCAA. And nobody takes any sort of responsibility to try to corral all this nonsense together. I agree with you. It's just, it just well, the so problem baffling is to me. What we've seen in the last five to ten years is the NCAA has no teeth. All the money right. is at the conference level. Yep. The NCAA has no teeth. At this point, they are trying to avoid, and this could happen, and this has been thrown out there, the Power Five conferences saying, you know what, we don't need you NCAA anymore. We're going to go do our own thing. You go ruin the lives of Division Three athletes in the Mountain West. We are done with you. We're going to take our five and all the money we generate and do it on our own and get and you the, out of the way. And, and it's the NCAA that. that basically put together the Power Five right. conferences. Exactly. They right. allowed that to happen to exactly. begin with. So the, the whole thing is, is madness. Did I, old Lions finally fire Matt Patricia, Rick. What took so long? I don't know. I I mean, is it going to help? Probably not this year, but... Well, is it ever going to help? What is, is it? Is, what is it in D- Detroit? I almost said Dallas. In Detroit, yeah. this is just a constant drumbeat. And the funny thing is, I, I know on, on our shows in previous years, maybe in the Jim Schwartz ears or, some of, or something, you know, maybe the Jim Caldwell ear, I don't know, but... You know, we made the comments, you know, Wayne Fonts doesn't look so bad anymore, does he? <laughs> yeah, he at least run a 9-7 and seven yeah. into a first-round playoff loss every now right. and again. I mean, yeah, they went through the Matt Millens and, you know, like I said, the Jim Caldwells, the Jim Schwartzes, and just abysmal track record. They can't they, get anybody. Nothing they no. do ever work. And they haven't had a running back since basically, what, James Stewart for a couple of years. Since Barry Sanders. Well, Barry really. Sanders especially, but I mean – you know, not even a resemblance of a real running back since James Stewart. They don't have – they had Megatron, nobody else to help him out. And Matt Stafford is always highly touted, but they never win anything. Yeah, just, I can't understand. They've put good football teams together, and to your point, they just can't win. Well, that was pretty good defense. Hollywood Brown running down the field. Yeah, turn him inside out. Yeah, they could still lose this game. Yeah, Here we they go. probably Got that still covered. will. And meanwhile, Deontay Johnson dropped a, a you know a basket. It's just they're. Uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, just, they can't see. This is why I scream because the Steelers are on. Yeah, it's just, they're they're pretty bad. Now you get to watch it again because the the internet. Who was that that overplayed that ball that badly? My God, that was pathetic. Hey, um, was it Minka? 
He got turned around. Oh, yeah, Minka got turned 34. Oh, it was Edmonds. No wonder. That's no surprise. He's horrible at football. He's as bad at football as Nick Foles is. Nobody else can see this. So you think they're listening to this while watching the game? So you would hope they know so. What you would hope so. If they're listening to it later, they wouldn't know. So, Wait, Anthony Lynn, I want to talk about him, too. He's got to be <laughs> fired after the end of this year, right? How can he not? Those last two play calls, you call running plays down two possessions inside the one with no timeouts and 12 seconds left or whatever it was. What are yeah. you doing? I don't know. Losing games. I, I, I just don't get it. And, yeah, I, I guess maybe he expected that they would just waltz it into the end zone and they wouldn't run any time off the yeah. clock. But, you know – but Does he not realize if you don't get it, the yeah. clock still runs on yeah. a running play? You start to wonder. If he does. <laughs> His end-of-game play, you've got something in Herbert. He's got a competitive team with a lot of injuries, right. a lot of opt-outs. But his end-of-game, I just maybe he's better off as a coordinator. He just doesn't seem to be able to manage the game. It's, it's infuriating. It is. And, look, this team has been on the cusp of winning – for the last five years at least. Right, yeah. And they never can win anything. They're, they're usually year, under 500. Yeah, they bet they're a year away from being a year away every year. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. And now you look at Herbert, they've got a lot of talent there. They've, they have got to get somebody in there that can foster that and win football games in what's going to be a really tough division for a lot of years because I don't imagine Patrick Mahomes is going anywhere. No, I, I agree. And let's, let's face it, we had a quarterback – with the Chargers that were it is now in the discussion of being in the Hall of Fame, whether he wins a Super Bowl or not, that's how well he has performed over the last umpteen many years right. with that same years. team. Right. And they've never won anything. Yeah. Yeah, and I always kind of put a lot of that on the quarterback, and I think a lot of it is, but you're seeing the same things happen with a new quarterback. Right. And now with Anthony Lynn in there, it's happened to plenty of good coaches, don't get me wrong, but – I don't know. It's just frustrating. It, it makes me just kind of cringe when you see coaches like Marty Schottenheimer, 14-2 and two with the Chiefs, and get fired, and some of these other coaches right. that Adam Gase. Adam Gase is still you know, working. Patricia. These guys hang on and on. You know, Hugh Jackson. And, and they keep these jobs when – you know, I've seen coaches, you know, Lovey Smith at ten and six with the Bears get fired, and, and et cetera. It it just baffles me. Yeah. I, I I don't understand how this goes w- with the Chargers, but I think a change is imminent. Yeah. All right. Well, we ought to pick games, Rick. Nobody heard them last week, but I just pummeled. Oh, you I like destroyed you. Just it wasn't you. even close. I hey, killed you. Before you guys do that, do you want to do the other thing? Of course. Yeah, we haven't gone in and out of a break in a long time, and we I can't had wait. Commercial breaks. So let's see if we can remember how we do it. So. Listen up, everybody. We are going to be back next segment with the game picks where I continue to drive the nail in Rick Briggs' coffin. We'll do that all right after this. That was a you. Welcome back into It's Just Sports here on the 12-Ounce Sports Network where we watch Ben Roethlisberger on a third down and what's unbelievably a one-possession game throw into triple coverage and get away with it when he had three other guys running one-on-one. You know, you've heard of the the term uh, in golf, the fried egg like in a bunker. That's basically what that pass looked like going into all those Ravens. And somehow James Washington came down with it and protected that ball. I mean, that was a great catch. I think those three defenders were so stunned that idiot threw the ball there they couldn't react to it in time i think you're right it's like somehow they're gonna luck box their way into a win here (laughs) it's good to know they can beat the practice squad of the ravens by at least five points yeah hopefully can't beat that it's also pathetic that you are so bad at running the football they threw the ball three straight times in a one possession game over around two with two minutes yeah and you tell me why benny (laughs) snell is still in there when you have anthony mcfarland sitting on the bench why doesn't he get at least some sort of a chance? Benny Snell looks like he is either sleepwalking or like, I just don't want to be here. Yeah. Although he did just run for 12 yards on first down. so Somebody was probably chasing reverse him. Reverse curse. All right, let's pick some games here, Rick, as I keep my streak hmm. going of just absolutely Getting killed as usual by me. Again, just in the doggy door and just over and over and over and 
over. And, and you're enjoying getting that over and, and over you, pounding and yet you, that I'm giving you every and yet you single keep coming week. Back, so I give you credit for that. Every I, single I really week do. you get destroyed. You keep coming back. So no Thursday night football now as we have Wednesday night football. So we'll start on Sunday, and the Saints are laying three on the road in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, in this – and, of course, these lines are made by people smarter than even you or I, believe it or not. I have a hard time <laughs> believing that. But these – I mean, you watch Atlanta one week and you think that they couldn't beat a high school team. The next week they look like they'd be Super Bowl but champions. Almost 40 it, on Vegas. Yeah. Um, I actually had New Orleans by a field goal, but I won't go the coward's route. I'm going New Orleans to cover. New Orleans, 29, Atlanta, 25. I like that score. Yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill looked great two weeks ago against this Atlanta team. Looked kind of pedestrian last week. So I think he's got something with Atlanta. I don't think this one's particularly close. I'll take New Orleans. I'll have them cover here by 10, 34, 24. All right, we talked about the Lions. Got them a new head coach uh, this week. Getting three on the road against Chicago, who's just – Pathetic. And, and I think, actually, this is custom-made, finally, to get Chicago off the schneid. Um, everything about this Matt Nagy offense is hideous. It doesn't matter who's in there, Trubisky or Foles. The schemes just aren't there. I mean, look, you had a, a running back. Granted, the game was out of hand, but David Montgomery looked pretty good last week. But there's just – I don't know what to say. But anyway, the defense is good enough with Detroit. I, th- I like Chicago 24, Detroit 20. We got two things. We're, oh, hold on. Let's all stop while Rick smashes buttons. Oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there. Nothing coming out. It's my favorite activity. No. I'm... We've got two important things happening here. You get kind of the relief of losing a rube and a boob like Matt Patricia. That's got to be great for a Matt staff. Wonder if he right? took his pen with him. It's a pencil, isn't it? Is it a pe- yeah, a pencil, a pencil always in his hat. Yeah, yeah the yeah. the pencil. So He's I a- think that's a big boost for Matt Stafford. Number one, number two. You brought up Nagy. He did something last week that I couldn't believe. Universally pathetic game planning. Yeah. He comes out and he blames his team. He basically says his team quit. They're dogging it. That's to say, I'm getting mine. What are you losers doing? You right. want to talk about a team going the wrong way in a True. bad scheme, and now the coaches, this team is going to quit on them now. You've now officially left the locker room. I think you put all of those things together. Even the Lions can find a way to win here. I got the Lions by a field goal, 23-20, and I hope it's painful right at the and, end. And, and watching the game that David Montgomery had and Allen Robinson had, and, and they have to sit and listen to yeah. we quit. Yeah, the, the, this yeah, guy I, saying no heart and all the just yeah. nonsense he said. I, I think this is a Lions win easily. What are this, the chances Chuck Pagano becomes the new head coach? I think he'd be a good choice. Quite frankly, um, you know what? I'd like to see the enemy go there. Forget Pagano; he's boring. I mean, nice Pagano story. is. I Glad like the enemy. You know who I like to see come back to the pros? And you know, I've always loved this guy, Lovey Smith. I would, I would love to see Lovey Smith back as a head coaching job in the NFL. He's got that cool old man beard now, too. All, yeah, he's a what, gray, Illinois, Illinois, right? Yeah, it's all gray. And yeah, he, he looks even more haggard than you do. I kind of like. Kind of, yeah. He look kind of looks like Grady from Sanford Son now. You know, which one was Grady? The uh, the the friend of Fred's. Oh, he, he always yeah, called he Lamont. Does. He always he called does. Lamont like yeah. you know L- Leonard or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does look yeah. like Lovey Smith. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, now I want Lovey Smith back in the league. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, scores. This, this line surprises me, Rick. Brown's getting five and a half on the road in Tennessee. Here's a team that is Cleveland eight, Browns are eight and three, Rick. We give them no respect. They are eight. Well, and they're three. eight and three, but here's a stat, and I gave it to you last week at seven and three, and you were stunned by it. But at eight and three, they are still a minus twenty-one point differential <laughs> that's, between that's points scored and, and you know what it's going to get worse this week because they're not going to stop 
Derrick Henry, and Tennessee is going to roll 34-21. That was my first blush because I did have your stat from last week in mind. Just, they're 8-3. and three. Tennessee, good luck. It's Tennessee and the Rams are the two most damnably frustrating What are they, 7-4? and four? Yeah. Okay. But it, it's been all up and down. The, them and the Rams are the most damnably frustrating teams week in and week out. You just don't know what you're going to get. No, they're 8-3, and three too. Are they 8-3? Tennessee, and three? yes. Okay, so I just – five and a half is a lot when you're 8-3. and three. I, That's all I can say. So I'm going to take the Titans to win here. I do think they're the better team. When Derrick Henry gets ro- rolling like this, this is what we see at the end of a lot right. of years. And this is the last couple of weeks of Derrick Henry or what we saw rolling into the playoffs that led to them to be that good in the playoffs. Titans win this game. I can't lay the five and a half. I'm going to be a coward here and just call it a field goal game. I think it's an exciting one, 34-31. Yeah, I stink. That's hurtful, Rick. <laughs> I don't care for that. <laughs> now we're getting into a stretch. There's some big lines this week, some big ones, starting with this one. Bengals getting 11 and a half in Miami. Imagine telling somebody that at the beginning of last year that it would the Dolphins would be an 11 and a half point favorite over anybody. Yeah, it, I mean, that is a lot. But I'll tell you what, you take Joe Burrow away from that offense, you don't have Joe uh, Mixon as well. And it's – it's. I, look, A.J. Green has been, you know, non-existent basically right. this whole season. So, you're looking at Tyler Borden, T. Higgins. And Going who, forward with Burrow and Mixon, right. that's an exciting offense if right. they could get an offensive line. But I tell you what, you know, two has been hurt, but they were undefeated with him. But I tell you what, I still like this team with Fitzpatrick in there. I think he's just – this is his – this is custom-made team and year for him. I really wish they would just keep him in there and not worry about two until next year. I like Miami 30, Cincinnati 17. Yeah, we're about on the same page. That, boy, that is a lot, and I'm going to pay for this one, but I'm going to lay it here, too. It's just there is no offense there whatsoever. Right. The offensive line is horrible. The defense is banged up. So I think Fitzmagic, he just finds a way, right? And that defense scores every week. If you're looking <laughs> for a fantasy defense, quit chasing the Steelers around. Just sign yeah. Miami. Exactly. They just, they, special teams, they just find ways. So, yeah, I'm going to lay the wood here, too. I got the Dolphins 30-13. to 13. So first down, the Steelers have won by a whopping five points over the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. God bless America. Here I am complaining about eleven and zero. Yeah, right? eleven and zero. Imagine and a you're Detroit complaining. Lions fan listening to me whine about being eleven and zero, but not doing it pretty. So sorry about that. <laughs> All right, another big one, Rick. The Jaguars getting ten on the road in Minnesota. I tell you what, the Jags week in and week out are proving that they can lose it in a lot of ways, but they've been competitive. But I tell you what, Kirk Cousins, you know, you take away that Minnesota defense performance. Kirk Cousins has been locked in about the last five weeks. I mean, they are strong. I like Minnesota, 34, Jacksonville, 27. So that would be a win and a Jacksonville cover, correct? How many points was it? 10. Ten, yeah, so Jacksonville cover, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, I found that interesting how you gave all the reasons why Minnesota would cover and then you had them not cover. Well, no, I said Jacksonville has been finding ways to lose, but they've been competitive week in and week out. I mean, I don't think that that's, you know, anything mystifying other than the fact that you're watching the Steelers and, and the have no clue. Part of is, what he said, is that right? called a lean? Yeah. Yeah. Squeaky leaner. Straighten your tie. I mean, good God, you look like a bum. At least I'm wearing a tie. I mean, we look like radio hosts. I don't know what you're spot. You look like an insurance salesman yeah. that was a hippie. I don't get a hippie. Vibe. No, not a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain man. Came no, out of the, uh, no, not Mountain man. Mountain, Mountain men don't have that stupid b- sideshow Bob shaved haircut. <laughs> all right? Let, let, let's not cons- let's not throw yourself and in. Hip, and hippies do. And huh? hippies do. Well, More no, you, you're right. I, I, okay, hipster. I'll take hipster. He's a hipster. No, he's not even a hipster. You know what he is? No, you can't say that word. <laughs> don't say it. I know where you're going. No, don't you don't say that word. I consider him an Appalachian monk. I'll take it. <laughs> an Appalachian monk? What does that mean? I love it. 
I'm going to roll with that. Is that a thing? I am officially an Appalachian monk. It is now. (laughs) What happened to my show? Vikings win Jags cover 27-20 for the love of God in your in the, Oh, I think they're lighting up the tree. The stupid tree. Nobody yeah. cares about that stupid they're, tree. They're playing a game at 3:40 on a Wednesday so Dolly Parton and Carrie Underwood can light a tree in primetime. This, this is nonsense. Anyhow, Raiders. All you have to do is plug in a couple of chords and it yeah. comes on. Who cares? Nah, I, I do that at home all the time. Yeah, Clark but. Griswold did very well yeah, with that. you got to turn the light switch on. Don't forget to do right. that. You know what we have? We got one of these little – it's shaped like a Christmas tree, but it's got like three or four outlets that you plug into one outlet, right, so you can – Right. Play. And then we have a little snowman with buttons, you know, and a battery, and it's remote control. You can light your tree up. You can make it blink. You can make it trail. You can make all – you know, you can make it do anything you want. I mean, it's remarkable to have this little snowman with all this power. Sounds like a lot of work. No. You just plug the lights into that thing, and then... It does it on its own. You hit the buttons. That's all you do. It's kind of like garage door opener, but you have, like, flash, trail, you know, fade in, fade out. You can do all kinds of things with it. It's just power in a snowman. It's great. Get me a snowman. Raiders laying eight on the road against the Jets. Anybody ever get stuck in a snowman? I have a story I'm be about a snowman. That out, I'll tell you that. I have a story about a snowman, but first, <laughs> I have a story about everything. It has something to do with drugs and. Well, more alcohol. Um, Las Vegas 31, the Jets 15. I don't know how the Jets get there. How did the Raiders lose that bad last week in Atlanta? Well, because it's Atlanta. Yeah. You know, sooner or later they show up one time and play like they should, and then they go to sleep. So, I don't know. I'm not going to break this down. I think the Raiders bounce back big. Raiders 79, Jets 4. Can I tell a snowman oh, story? Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, we, we were young gentlemen at the time. Young gentlemen. Probably yeah. about Drug, 19, 20. Drug you know? So, this is, in the, this is in the 70s. And, and back then, it was great. You know, you put on some eight-track tape, you know, some, some rock and roll, and you rode around, you drank. Take a handful of lewds. Whatever. Did you ever do lewds? I don't think I'm at liberty to say. So, all right, so he used lewds. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Let me just say that lewds were more of what I was akin to. I was not a like upper type of guy, as you can tell by my personality. Yeah. I mean, I was very happy, go lucky, so yeah. I needed to calm down. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, we're riding around, and we're listening to records and everything, or Eight tracks and stuff and drinking. Records and, in a car. Shut up. Awesome. Okay, I, I corrected myself there, Appalachian monk. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? So anyway, what we did, and it was one of those nights, we had a lot of snow on the ground. Back in the 70s, you always had snow on the ground during the winter, but it kind of got warm and you know how you get the good pack and snow and everything. Right. Well, we was on some old dirt road and of course, you know, nature called when you're doing a lot of drinking. And lose. And we get out, and we, you know, did what we were going to do. And anyway, there's this house right up on this little knoll there. We was out in the country. It's about the only house around. But it was dark. It's like about 1 or 2 in the morning. So it had one of these, you know, in ranch houses, they have, like, these big picture windows. Yeah. You know. So we go up in that front yard, and they have the curtains closed. Obviously, they went to bed for the evening. We made a snowman that was about six or seven feet tall, and we had it facing into the window. It was about three foot from that window. Okay. And we dressed it. We put a face and you all this You made it guy. anatomically correct, didn't you? Well, no, we didn't do anything. That would have been a better story. Anything yeah. r- rude or anything. But, I mean, th- this was a decked-out snowman. We gave it our hats and all this kind of shit. Excuse me. And, you know, <laughs> looking right into the picture window. All right. And, I mean, that's basically the story. I mean, we've often wondered when that woman or man opened those curtains and this snowman was staring at them in their window the next morning. We just got a good chuckle out of that for many years. You should have made it anatomically correct. You have nine minutes. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Just go play in your phone. Yeah, I've got meatballs coming tonight, so there's no bonus show. I'm hungry. You said I look peaked. I need to eat. That's my problem. Yeah, but you need to eat, like... Dark green vegetables. Get some iron in your system. Eating vegetables like a woman? What are you talking about? No, actually beef. 
beef. It's what's, it's for, what's dinner. for dinner, Indeed. right? Indeed. How about pork? It's pretty good too. I like pork. We had chicken pork yesterday. She made that. Oh, it was delicious the... too. She gave us some. It was oh, great. Yeah, with the stout. That so what, she you're made. coming in and they're feeding you now? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah of years. course. Good Christ! So you two got to eat. I've had nothing. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> All right, we're only halfway through these games, so we can do that and you can get the hell out of my studio. Oh, man. Ram, or no, Colts, three-point road favorites in Houston. You know, this was a tough game. I mean, after watching the, the pitiful Colt performance last week, I got to think they're going to improve. Houston's not as talented. Now Will Fuller's gone. Yeah, now they go- have no wide receivers. Right. I'm going Indianapolis 26, Houston 20. Yeah, if Will Fuller was playing, one wide receiver shouldn't make that I had it as an difference. upset to start yeah. with. I changed it. But now without Will Fuller, yeah. Stills gone, God banged, everybody's hurt or right. suspended or cut. Or So, yeah, I don't know how the Colts lose this one with that defense and no weapons for Deshaun Watson. Colts winning cover 26-21. Rams late after that awful game last week. I don't know how you lose that one. Laying three on the road in Arizona. Yeah, and, and the concern to me is, is Kyler Murray's shoulder. I right. mean, he's just not the same. But being that it's a home game, I'm going Arizona 24, the Rams 23. Yeah, I was surprised Rams three points favorites on the road i think this is an uh, the murray injury is concerning it is but this is a major overreaction to them losing that game at new england i predicted that i saw that coming a mile away arizona gets right they play well at home they're the better football team the big question marks murray i'm going to trust he's all right and good to go so i got the cardinals by a field goal here as well winning this thing outright all right, the Giants without my boy Danny Dimes getting 10 on the road in Seattle. And I don't think that's near enough. I know they're on a streak. They're leading the Eastern Division. They're the division leaders. But you know what? You're still four and six or seven or whatever the hell it is. You stink. Errors or Seattle 35, Giants 16. Yeah, Colt McCoy, I don't think, in his no. first start in however many years going into Seattle, even with no fans and that bad defense is a good situation. I like the Giants defense. I think they keep it within the reason for a while. But in the end, Russell Wilson's just too much. I got the Hawks winning and covering here 31-17. Eagles getting nine in Lambeau. I... Rick, I wanted to take the Eagles because it's so many points, but I can't. I'm going Green Bay 28, Philadelphia 16. I think this was the easiest game on the board. It At first blush, because you think the Eagles should be a good team. Then you remember just how pathetic yeah, the Eagles not. are. I got the Packers 99, the Eagles 8. <laughs> All right, Rick. Patriots and Chargers. Patriots at Chargers. That game is even right now on the and board. And it doesn't matter. It, it really just doesn't matter who's the better team. The Chargers will find a way to lose. Yeah. And I'm going New England 27, Chargers 24. Yeah, I mean, you can count on gravity. Yeah. Christmas is coming. Old age. Old age. Yeah, father time. Yeah. And the Chargers to F it up in the end. I mean, these, <laughs> right. these are things that are very consistent in inconsistent times. And I like that. It's yeah. comforting. So, yeah, I got the Patriots <laughs> by a field goal. 27-24. I, don't, I think it's just that simple. All right, Rick, the Broncos – this is tough for the, for a division game. Broncos getting 14 heading into Arrowhead. 14. I got Kansas City 42, Denver 20. I just don't see. Look, Kansas City is, they've got the division one, but they're still behind Pittsburgh. So they're not, they're not letting off the gas. No. Pat Mahomes is going to destroy Denver. Well, you're blowing up over there. You're a popular guy today. Everything all right? That's your drug dealer, your lewd dealer. Anyway, go ahead. I, no, no, go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> Very good. I tried to come up with a revenge angle here after the way the NFL did the Broncos dirty last week. Division game. You know, I can't. Here's the bottom line. I'm not going to go too deep into this. 14 points is too many to lay in a division game. I, the Chiefs are 30 points better than the Broncos, but 14 is too many to lay in a division game. Obviously, the Chiefs win, but I'm going to call it 34-24. I'm going to take a Broncos cover here. All right, Monday night, Rick, 5 o'clock, the Washington football team comes into Heinz Field to take on the undefeated Steelers, getting 8.5. 
I got Pittsburgh 27, Washington 21. Somehow it's going to be a close game. Yeah. I probably should. What, what's he? Three minutes. Oh, all right. He's just do, gesticulating back there like a lunatic. I'm going to like a fool take the Steelers to cover this one 27-17. All right. In the normal Monday night slot, Rick, the Bills late only two and a half on the road in San Francisco. And quite frankly, I'm going uh, San Francisco. Uh, after that win last week, I think somewhere along the line, they're inspired. They're still in this division hunt. Buffalo's defense is always suspect. I'm going San Francisco 28, Buffalo 27. Wow, that is bold. That yep. is bold. I, I got the Bills winning somewhat easily here. Maybe I'm disrespecting San Francisco too much after winning that game last week against L.A. I still have no respect for this 49ers team and Nick Mullins. I got the Bills here 30-19. to 19. And Tuesday night football, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is just absurd. The Cowboys getting six and a half in Baltimore, who presumably will have most of their players back by then. Dallas stinks. I'm going Baltimore 37 Dallas 17. Oh, I was hoping you'd say 20 and we'd have the exact same <laughs> score there. Yeah. You want to talk about find a game where there's a revenge angle. It's right. the Ravens. Somehow after Roger Goodell bent himself into a pretzel to accommodate this week for him, they still feel like they've been slighted somehow. You want to have some fun, get on Twitter and find Ravens fans who think it's abominable that they have to play this game this week and that the league won't just wait until everybody comes back and they're fully healthy to play the Steelers. Right. So they're within their locker room. They're going to have that there. And yeah, I think it doesn't bode well for Andy Dalton in the, in the Cowboys. So I got this thing 37, 20, Boy, that was a waste of an hour. Wasn't it? I was like, that was a terrible show. A lot was of it an awful show. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't Not great like it. last week. Yeah. Well, well yeah, but who that. would know, right? There's only three people in the world who heard last week's show. Pretty <laughs> good producer. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Well, that's it. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back next week probably. I don't know if we'll be on the air, but we'll probably be around. Check out about everything at 120zsports, 12oundsportsnetwork.com, at Asylum Football on Twitter, AsylumFantasySports.com to hear all the show archives except, of course, for last week's. Until next time, (laughs) hey, we'll see you. Take care. Oh, I hit the post that time. For last week. Yeah, you know, you didn't even get your turkey sound yeah. out there. It's the one you most look forward to all year. Exactly. Meatball time, baby. Why in the hell did they have Sunday night football plastered all over this game? They always do that. Even that first game of the year when they play Thursday night, they call it Sunday night football. I don't know why. I guess that's just their brand. In the late 90s, early 2000s, Kinko's was a freaking thing. Change that. Change it. Is still a thing? Is Kinko's still around? I don't know. Yeah, they got that weird partnership with FedEx. I think they're still around. Exactly. Fix it. It's not Sunday. It's freaking wednesday it's not thursday it's not monday it's not tuesday it's wednesday but it's sunday night football no no stop it it's <laughs> malarkey easy i tell you what he's gonna be a rough dad on poor old izzy <laughs> is that your kid's name isabel yes name. Izzy. <laughs> yeah we didn't name her <laughs> well i just didn't know you never mentioned her by name I, actually, he has. If you pay attention <laughs> to what people say. To me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, we had in-depth conversations about being fathers to daughters. Okay. Duh. And I actually think you asked, hey, what is her name? Oh, uh, I forgot. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But seriously, stop the Sunday night BS. Nah, I like it. I oh. say we stick with it. Sunday night BS. Like, like the whole time it keeps coming up on the screens and behind Collinsworth and uh, was it was it Trey Wingo, L. Michaels, and Chris Collinsworth. No, tonight it was Trey. This new girl on Channel Eleven does it for me, old Jenna Harner. She knows your sports, so now she's gone. She's a little bit mawny. and you can't tell because she's in a big overcoat and a hat now. But she's getting it done. She's originally from Buffalo. I've done my homework. <laughs> Might be a few. What's uh, her name? 
Jenna Harner. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of her. I never really Might seen be her. a few old bikini pics on her Twitter feed. I can't you know tell you what how is, I know that, but I know that. You know who's kind of timeless in a way is Susie Colbert really hasn't changed in like 20 yeah. freaking years. Nah, it's probably surgically enhanced, I would have to assume. But she doesn't look, you know what I mean? If, if, if it is... Whoever did it was pretty damn good. Because yeah. you see some of these people, they start looking like Jack Nicholson from <laughs> Batman. Yeah, what's the lip thing? I don't get the lip thing. I don't either. That's crazy. The duck face? Yeah, I don't care for it. It's also malarkey. 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 It is malarkey. He's using saucy language today. <laughs> He's he is full of malarkey. That guy. You got some drama going on at the house? Yeah. Phone blowing up. I didn't know what the hell out was. The door. some... I get worried about it.